0: In my last podcast I described to you a life experience that I've had which I think demonstrates that the possibility of the mind doing dramatic changes within the body are, are real. And so today I want to uh, look at a different angle on this. To tell you where I'm coming from basically is many people who tell you about using your mind make claims that don't hold up and I think that using the mind invoking the mind is a um, difficult uh, maybe even kind of subtle or even surreal it's not just so much that okay I'm going to think a good thought and it's going to happen and so I'm going to tell you some other experiences that I've had in my life When I went to specialize in psychiatry in the 1970s, I was so fed up with the programs that were still emphasizing the work of Sigmund Freud, related everything possible to schizophrenia, that I decided I did not want to take a residency that was uh, academic. I just couldn't stand people walking around in a long white coats and talking about who has been analyzed and who hasn't, I felt that the, the new blossoming pop psychologies held a lot more promise. And so I, uh, I went to a mental hospital for my uh, psychiatry training and a community mental health center. And I basically self-directed my study but I also studied a lot of the psychotherapy techniques that social workers and psychologists were using. And I found them to be more effective, certainly anything's more effective than Freudian psychoanalysis. So I was in the loop to catch up on the latest trending thing, whether it was psychocybernetics or uh, imagery therapy or transactional analysis or gestalt therapy, uh, all kinds of things. And then in the mid-70s, I came across a very intriguing individual and system of thought. The individual was Carl Simonton. He was a uh, radiation oncologist. And very briefly, Carl was interested in the brain and the mind and was big into creative visualization. He had patients that came for radiation therapy that... They could see why some died fast and some after a longer period of time. And he realized the individual variation had to do something with that person's mind, or I'm going to say mindset. Anyway, he had a patient who had a disfiguring head and neck tumor. And in those days, such tumors were always uh, fatal. And he told the individual that he should go home and three times a day visualize that the radiation is destroying all of his cancer cells and do that on a regular basis. And that story then, and long story short, is the man, after a few months, his cancer disappeared. And we were left with the question, did the cancer disappear because of the visualization? In fact, did he invoke the mind to bring about changes in the body in a dramatic way. Well, I went and took training with him uh, several days, I don't recall how long, down in Texas. And I wanted to see if I could apply this because now I was beginning to practice psychiatry. I wanted to see what I could do. And I returned home to my home in Fort Collins, requested of a couple of oncologists, if they would, that I would provide a free opportunity to their patients to use their mind in a way in conjunction with the therapy that they were getting, being it chemo, usually plus or minus radiation. I selected six people, four women, two men, and I explained to them one-on-one, one-on-one sessions about Dr. Simonton's approach. told them about how they would want to set up their imagery and how to practice it. So basically, I, I armed them with the information that Carl Symington had used with his patient, and I really had an insight. Every one of those six patients died on or ahead of schedule, and I could see no benefit whatsoever from the visualization. This kind of burned me out, and so I backed way off. I thought the possibility was there, but I didn't know what more to do with it. And now, as I read about Carl Symington on the internet now, I find that his work has been discredited mostly. People believe that he made claims that he could not substantiate and that uh, it was an interesting period of time, but his crux issue that he could train people's minds to combat their cancers did not stand the test of careful examination. Two years ago, when I was beginning to explore more of the matters of the mind, I did have a number of people with Parkinson's disease to whom I did give some instructions about creative visualization and and created uh, recordings for them to listen to regularly as a creative visualization uh, experience. This was not a study, this was just a a sampling, and people, you know, I gave it to them, they did it willingly. I have to say that a a few people felt that they had some benefit, but did I see an overall benefit? No, that meant I scratched that one off too. Here again is the theme I'm coming at. The mind is capable of doing remarkable things in the body, but our minds, our brains, are not capable of making that happen by an act of will, by an act of supplication or prayer. It, it, in my experience, it doesn't happen. Now, I want to clarify that I, I, I respect people who experience their religion as an intimate part of their lives, and I have no interest in dissuading anybody from their religious beliefs. But being a scientist and being aware of the numerous times in my life and practice that I have heard people claim prayer doing this or it's not proven to be what they said and I know I I mean I've been a member of very devout Christian communities and you know it does prayer work yes 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 and yet I haven't seen the instances I know of three or four specific instances of uh, evangelical ministers who get cancer and say now I'm going to prove what God does to heal those, those ministers died on our schedule. So this is a tempering presentation I'm making to you today. If we are going to tease out how we make our mind do the good stuff for our body that we want, our mind on our brain, our mind on our Parkinson's disease, we're going to have to go slowly, be thoughtful, and not be glib. I do believe that these miraculous events between the mind and the body occur, and occur somewhat frequently. In my next recording, I will talk to you about a number of those stories that I have gleaned from reading other people's books. So I leave you now with a uh, puzzle and a problem. If this happens, do we, can we invoke it by something that we do. That answer will come from you as you walk along this path with me and see what develops in your own life. <sighs> Lots to think about, everybody. Bye-bye.